Uh, you gotta look in the camera. We are live. Hey, hey, how is everybody doing? What's up? What's up? What's up? Are we still mute? No, we're not mute anymore. We're not mute. Okay. All right. We should be good. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Blackman, and this is my wife. Renee Blackman. All right. We are joining you. We had some quick technical issues, but I think I resolved them pretty quick. Uh, welcome to our show today. And with today, we're talking about kingdom. And so, wife, introduce us, and then we'll get into the lesson. Well, we have been on the subject of faith and the kingdom for quite a while. And this sub-series is about who we are in the kingdom. I know a lot of us know who we are, but in the kingdom, do you really know who you really are? Because if you know who you are, Satan is defeated and he can't be lying to us. So tonight we're going to uh, uh, continue on the lesson of knowing who we are in the kingdom of God, right? Yes, yeah, that's what we're dealing with tonight. So if um, you, go ahead. No, you go ahead, you go ahead. So if you would join with me, let us start in agreement in prayer. God, we thank you for being omnipotent great and awesome god you are the awesome god and we give you praise and honor we glorify your name lord god lord god as we do this lesson lord god i speak someone hears lord god and their life is changed for the better better than ever god we give you praise and we honor your name in jesus name Amen. So how was everybody's week so far? I hope it's been doing good today. If not, we will pray for you. <laughs> That's what we got to do sometimes is just pray for others. Yep. But let's dive into the lesson. Get your notepad, get your um, phone and take notes because something that is said tonight may ignite you where you need to study or you might not remember what we said, but you it, you, it, you got interest in it. Get your notes, get your phone and take notes as we're talking. If you have a question, put on the thread the question or you can email us at pastorsblackman at outlook.com. Again, if you have a question, put it in the comment section or give us a shoot us an email at pastorsblackman at outlook.com all right we're getting ready to dig in yes um so actually honey since you kind of wrote the beginning of this why don't you uh jump us in with this be, uh the beginning part of this where it begins to talk about uh you began to talk about us okay. as a when we were born to our born into our parents. Okay. okay. Right. Start us so off I will start with that. When we become uh born again, we are um put the notes on hey, well, I was doing too much. Okay. Okay, there we go. We were born again. No, when, when we, we were born, born, our parents named us. Our name became an identity. 
And we grew from our environment, our parents. We grew to know our environment, our parents, which shaped us. All of this created and formed our mannerisms, our belief systems, our core values, really what made us us. And that's where it first began. When our parents named us, we were created and we start going. Now, and that and that's what happened there was from our parents, they gave us our name. And in that we got our, our identity in the physical world. Um, and so that's how we got things started. Uh, well, how our lives began through that identification. And when you really look at, um, we're talking about who we are in the kingdom of God. When we look at how society labels us, mm -hmm. society labels us basically based on our race. Society labels us based on our gender. Society labels us based on our economic position and our education. And ethnicity. Yeah, that's what I mean by race. Well, well, is there ethnicity within races? There is a difference, but anyway, that's a that's an education lesson. Okay. Anyway, so those four areas: our race. Uh, we're identified in the world by our race. We're identified by our economic position. We are identified by our. Not to forget all four of them. Our social, our economic status. Our economic status and our education. And our education. And so that's how the world looks at us. However, in the kingdom of God, God looks at us differently from that. In the kingdom of God, once we give our lives to Christ, our identity changes. And what we have to do is we have to understand what our kingdom identity is versus that of the world. In the kingdom of God, God does not separate us based on our race. God does not separate us based on our education. He does not separate us based on our economic status so he's not doing he doesn't look at us the way that the world look at looks at us he looks at us as his children mm -hmm. so as believers we are all children of god and so we no longer have to identify as being black or mexican or white um, we don't have to identify whether we are lower class, middle class, upper class, whether we have a high school diploma or whether we have a college degree or if our gender is male, female. And now in the world, it is it, a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> 18 and 24, you choose. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, yeah, you get to choose whatever you want to be. That's not in the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God, we have, there, there are specific things that, how, how God identifies us. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we want to do, and we've been doing in this lesson is we've been talking about how God identifies us in this kingdom. In the kingdom of God, first of all, we are citizens. Mm -hmm. And because we are a citizen, we have privileges and benefits. So we're a citizen in the kingdom of heaven. And through that citizenship, we have benefits, which include what? Uh, healing. Healing. Protection. protection Forgiveness. forgiveness, provision, mercy, loving, loving kindness, kindness, justice. These are all benefits of being a part of the kingdom of God. So as citizens, we have these privileges. 
And so, and it's not based on our race or our sex or our gender or our education. Um, also, we are not just, not alone just citizens. Again, I said by starting off, I said, we are children of God. And as children of God, we are heirs to the throne in the sense that he is a king. And as his children, that makes us royalty. So in the kingdom of God, we are royalty. We, are, we have been adopted as his sons into his family. And in Romans chapter 8, 15 lets us know that we've received that adoption so that now we can call him Abba Father. We can call him Father, Father. So now we have this relationship with God. But not only is it, is it a relationship in the family as a child and we can call him Father, we have children privileges and expectations. And those children privileges and expectations are that we walk in the authority of children of God. We are in a legal, uh, a legal posi position where just as Jesus walked as a son of God, we have that same authority. We have dominion. And we can walk in that same type of dominion that Jesus walked. I know, yes, well, we're babes. And some people say, well, we're babes in Christ. We may, meaning that term babe means we still have learning to do and we still need to mature. But it does not knock our dominion and authority. Or our position in the kingdom of God. It doesn't knock it at all. And so some people think that I have to be saved 20 years in order to operate in dominion power, in order to cast out demons, and in order to lay hands on the sick, in order to walk in that dominion, I got to be saved for 20 years. No, actually, the, the moment you gave your life to Christ, you were adopted into the family, and in that same moment, the same authority that Jesus has, you have. Now, I know they don't teach that. But that's the truth. You got that same authority. So if you're saved, you have authority over the kingdom of darkness. Amen. You have authority over sickness, over disease, because that's all part of the kingdom of, of darkness. You have authority over poverty. And so one thing I do say, um, and I, I know Pastor agrees with me, is don't take the bait. Satan throws his lies, his half-truths, and we as kingdom believers do not have to take the bait that he throws at us. That's true. It's, it's, a, it's a lie. But when we don't know, he is conniving and cunning and he gets us to agree with whatever he is saying. And so, yeah. And so, and the thing is, whatever you said, something very important, whatever we don't know. So, that's why we consider that there's a term when we say babes in Christ or whatever. It's, it's really the term of what we don't know. The scripture says that my people perish because of lack of knowledge. And so lack of knowledge is the opposite of knowledge is ignorance. So if I am ignorant or unlearned, because that's what ignorant means, about something, meaning I don't know about it then that means I'm in darkness in this situation. And if I'm in darkness, I can't see, then Satan, that's when he will come in and start saying, telling lies 
to trap you in the darkness. That's why she said, don't take the bait. Don't take the lies. We've got to know, we've got to learn and know who we are in the kingdom of God. Know God's will for our lives. Know what God wants for our lives and not take the bait of Satan's lies. And not only that, additionally, know our authoritative rights that we have within this kingdom on earth. That's right. Know what our rights are. Know, again, back to knowing who we are so we can operate. Because that's what he is banking on. He's banking on you don't know who you are. So guess what he can do? Slip in a little something <laughs> like they do in the world. Slip in a little something and get you off course. I see. And that's how, that's how the enemy works. He lies. And like a lot of us, I'll use healing for an example. A lot of us don't understand sickness, disease. And so if the manifestation, uh, if we pray and ask God to heal us and it, the manifestation don't happen right away, we don't think Satan will say, well, you didn't get healed. God did not heal you. The healing, he makes us think the healing doesn't come until it is manifested. But that's not true. When I pray for healing, the scripture talks about believe that I receive when I pray. Mm -hmm. It didn't say believe you receive when you see the results. Faith is the substance of the things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. My faith in the kingdom has to be what I use to overcome the enemy. So if by faith, I believe that I receive it when I pray, then that's when I have it. But a lot of times we get stuck on, I still feel the symptoms. He's banking on that. Yeah. He's banking on the ignorance, not saying you're, you're trying to do it on purpose, but he's, he's banking on that you don't really know. And when you don't really know, he can insert whatever and it causes you to think. And then you're like, yeah, I do feel the pain. Okay. Yep. The pain is right there. Yep. Oh, I, oh yes. Oh Jesus. Oh God. Heal it. God, I need healing. God, I need healing. Please and heal God me. God already told us. He already healed us. However, it has to manifest in the natural realm right and that's why we that's why it's important for us to know one what the word of god says and it's important us for us to know who we are because the reality is this i don't have to pray to god and ask him to heal me because of who i am in the kingdom of god and the dominion and authority that god has given me I can speak my own healing. And Satan wants to bank on us agreeing with whatever we're feeling. So if you are feeling a headache, he he is hoping you accept the fact that I, I got oh my headache. Oh, this I had a I had a headache before. Okay, I guess I need to take this and I need to do this and I I'm, I may have to go to the doctor or then you he he banks on you going to the internet searching everything. He's banking on that because then what happens with that? Fear gets to enter in. Fear gets to enter and then also you start to claim stuff. 
and See, claim it as ours. And we'll say, I got this. I have this. This is what belongs. This is, pray, yeah, go ahead. Pray for my whatever that is. Yeah. And like I tell people that really want to come to me and say, pray for me to be healed. I say, by the stripes of Jesus, you were already healed. So we're not going to agree with that you have this. that I had this. And now what is, we, I believe God created us. And I believe my husband agrees that we are problem solvers. So instead of sitting there crying and sulking, I give you your 30 seconds, pity, patty, whatever. Let's go at the root and let's dig in. Yep. Yep. And so now what we, that's why it is important for us to know the authority that we have. Because when we know who we are, then we can walk in who we are. And Satan doesn't want you to know who you are. And so we sh we've shared, yes, that we are citizens in the kingdom of God. We have shared that we are righteous, that, that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, meaning God lives inside of us. Um, that And if God is in me, the kingdom is inside of me. We've shared that uh, in this world, um, I we are, we are, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Let me just go into this because we're going to talk about tonight. In this world, we are ambassadors to the kingdom. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to be an ambassador in the kingdom of God? That's what we're going to go into for the next few minutes and dig into it. Um, we're going to pull this scripture uh, that comes from 2 Corinthians 5.20. This is Paul speaking. It says, now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. So, you want? I see you smiling and all. You you want to jump at this or? Oh, I, you can go ahead. I need a notes because we we had an internet new uh, stuff and so everything I had, I just don't know. Where oh, I thought you was able to get on. I could, but the document. It didn't load. Yes. Okay. 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 All right. So All right. we're gonna we're talking about us being the ambassador that God called, and we are ambassadors of Christ, according to five uh, Corinthians five and twenty. Write that down, Corinthians second. That's Corinthians. what's up on the screen right now. Second Corinthians five and so 20. ambassadors are persons engaged as a foreign representative to conduct diplomatic business on behalf of a country. All right, now, uh, so go ahead and do the dictionary, dictionary definition. According to the dictionary, an ambassador is a person who acts as a representative or promoter of a specific activity. All right. And it is, it is, it is, we look at ambassadors in as a unique political position, um, but it's ambassadorship has been around for a while. What happens is an ambassador, let's take, okay, take the United States. Um, the United States, there are ambassadors. And what those ambassadors do is, is they go to other countries. So like, so like the ambassador, uh, the American ambassador to Canada, the American ambassador moves to Canada lives in Canada, has a home, has the, there's a spot, a place where they live in Canada. However, they never become Canadian citizens. 
And the laws and the rules that they follow in Canada aren't always um, Canadian laws. They are American laws. And in, in, in which Canada cannot violate their, the systems of beliefs that they have because they are American. The, the ambassador lives in that country, has full access to everything in that country. However, they are representing the country of the, the United States of America. Right. And so the way that we make this spiritual is that we are citizens, of, even though we may we, we consider ourselves citizens of the United States physically, as believers, we are citizens of the kingdom of heaven. And right now we live on earth. Our job in the earth is to represent the kingdom of heaven on earth, which means we don't follow earth rules. We follow heaven's rules on earth. And our job here, the job of an ambassador is to politically influence the nation that they live in. To go there to work with that nation so that that nation can become like us or so that there can be unity and agreement. Yeah, I, I will say that as well. Letting you know, hey, in America, we believe in this. However, we know you believe in this. Let's come to an agreement in this party or in this situation. Right. So on earth, we represent God. The way that God operates in the earth is through us. Hold up, hold up. He, he's God. He don't operate through us. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And that's why in this scripture here, it says, as though God were pleading through us. So God works through us in this earth. Amen. We are the vessel that he uses. And so here we represent the kingdom of heaven. We are the ambassadors, the ambassador here. And let's, let's just talk about some uh, qualities of an ambassador just real quick. Number one, an ambassador is appointed by the king. And he's not voted into position. Right. Ambassadors, uh, even in, in America, we may vote for the president, but the president appoints the ambassadors. They're not voted on. So God didn't vote us to be here on earth. There was no vote for us. We were appointed by the king. All right. Number two, uh, we're appointed to represent the kingdom of heaven. Ambassadors are appointed to represent the state or the kingdom. Yes, yes, yes. And we're committed only to the state's interest. So in the kingdom of God, we are only interested in what God is interested. Yes. And I know we want to have our two cents. However, his way, his will is more important than our way and our will. Yeah. And one of the things about ambassadors in the kingdom of God, no, in all kingdoms, actually, ambassadors don't have an opinion. They, when the ambassador of a country speaks, he is speaking on behalf of the king. Or the president. Or in a democracy, the president. He doesn't have an opinion. 
So even if he disagrees with what the president wants, his job is to, to execute whatever was coming out of the president's mouth. President or the person that was in charge. Yeah, which would be the president or the king. So here, sometimes we get some opinions on stuff. <laughs> we but but we're, it, we actually should not be up preaching our opinion. We've got to preach what the word of God says. That's what God expects us to do. We've got to say what he says. We got to live how he, he says live. We can't have our own opinion because our own agenda. Right. We can't, you know? we can't do that. <laughs> and I know sometimes you want to do that. You know, you want to share, put it out on the pulpit, but baby, no, no, no. Retract and get what God said and do it. And and before you say something, we want to say stuff that God is pleased with. Because ambassadors have to love what God loves. Hate what God hates. And you may not hate some of the things that God hates, but then that's when you got to ask God to deal with your heart. So we are, uh, we are. Embodies the nation, state, or kingdom. Yeah. We're totally covered by the state. Go ahead. Go ahead. So as a kingdom of God, the kingdom of God citizen, we are covered under his hand under his umbrella no nothing sh by no means shall harm us that is a benefit that we get because we are totally covered by the lord jesus christ see and that's the thing our citizenship doesn't change because we're here on earth see a lot of people keep they talk about they talk about oh can't wait to get back get to heaven get on the glory god I mean, oh, there'll be no more suffering no more dying no more this no more this but, but the thing is this the same benefits that we have in heaven can be applied on earth we have it here and the that's same some, benefit and so i know a lot of preachers don't preach that but we're preaching it you have the same access as in heaven as it is on earth and earth it shall be in heaven it goes back and forth. There's no, there's no, there's no, because we are on earth, we, uh, we gotta, we gotta put up with stuff. We do not have to put up because we are protected by our citizen rights in heaven. They apply here to us, our earth. And so we, we are protected. We're covered by God. We're totally protected by his government. Yes. And so we got to understand we can call on the angels and say, angels of God, cover us in the north, the south, the east, and the west, and go forward in our dominion. Uh, yeah, watch, now watch this, watch this, watch this. I heard this from Dr. Miles Monroe. He, and, uh, and I'm gonna get, I, I'm not getting it perfectly right, but I remember him saying one time, it was in, in a video I saw. He said that if somebody was to walk up and slap the president of the United States, that person would go to jail for assault. Mm -hmm. And that would be the, the charge. Mm -hmm. It would just be assault. But if somebody was to go and slap an ambassador, ouch. <laughs> now we have an international crisis. Because them slapping an ambassador is a sin or a a 
a, a violation against not just the physical ambassador, but you just insulted the entire country. That's why you touch not his anointed. Uh huh. Right. Right. So, so that's different from if a citizen slaps another citizen. If I go and slap my neighbor, if I go slap a police officer, yeah, I, that's that's wrong, but it's still considered assault. That's why he has the vindication. But yeah, but so when you slap, when you do something to an ambassador, it is now an international incident. And now the armies, again, if, if you slap a United States ambassador in Canada, if somebody walked up to him and slapped him, now the armies of the United States are on alert. So as an ambassador, somebody do us wrong. Mm -hmm. The angels, angels, the army of God are on alert. Mm -hmm. And we can then command them to go to work. Amen. Because it is their job to defend us. Never becomes a citizen of the state or kingdom to which he is assigned. So even though that person we were talking about went to Canada, he is never a citizen of that nation. He just is rep he is just rep or he or she is just representing representing the United States in that country. Yeah. So here we are not we are in the world, but not of the world. Is that how it is? Mm -hmm. We are in this world, but we're not of this world. We're here physically. But we are not them. I said, oh, I didn't want to insult it. Or maybe that may be insulting. We're in this world, but we're not of the world. Amen. And so that yeah, I'll leave it like that. And we have access to all of to all his nation's wealth for assignment. So ambassadors have access to all of the wealth. Think about coming to America, the movie. He, that person had all the access of everything his father had. All that wealth was already in his hands. Yeah, because he was in another nation. So, so it's like this. Ambassadors don't have to worry about salaries. They don't have to worry about going and getting groceries. They don't have to worry about, am I going to have a car to ride around in? Am I going to have a place to stay? They don't have to worry about that. All of their needs are automatically met by the government so that their only focus is carrying out the mission or assignment that they have from their government. And so when we when we talk about that scripture in Matthew, and I put it up earlier where it says, seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. Uh, it says, uh, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things shall be added unto you as well. What that lets us know is that we not, are not supposed to be worried about all our needs being met. And the scripture even uh, clarifies, don't worry what you shall eat, what you, sh you should drink, what you should wear. Right. All of that is already taken care of. So the ambassadors don't have to worry about that. But I'm going to tell you this, and, and this is I, I'm guilty of this. All right. There are times when I start to think about and worry about where my money going to come from. How is this going to add up to this? And where is this going to go? And I have this need met that needs to be met. And God is saying, if you take care of my business, mm -hmm. I will take care of you. I learned this from Joyce Meyer one time. I heard her tell a story. And she had just bought a car. And y'all know how precious 
You just bought a car and God said, give that car away. Hold up. In your head, you'll be like, hold up. I just put 20, 30,000, but God said, give it away. Don't worry about what is going to happen. I will take care of you. Yeah. By you sowing this, I will meet every need. And I learned this about 12 years ago. And that's how he wants us to be. Don't be worried about what is going to happen. I'll even dare to say this. I know COVID is here, but it has it is it's dead in Jesus' name. But we shouldn't worry about what's going to happen tomorrow. We need to do what God tell us to do today. And yeah. he got us. Yeah, he's got us. He's going to take care of us. All of the needs that we need to carry out our side kingdom assignment, he makes sure that we have. And so when I see a deficit somewhere, I have to tap into the uh, the kingdom account that God has already set up for me. If he says all of our needs are met, then I've got to have faith and believe that. And I can't get into worrying. And saying so, we've got to understand something else. Um, our goal is to influence as ambassadors, to influence the territory for his kingdom. Now, what is the purpose of you at your job? Because I, I want to, I want you to, I don't want to just talk about ambassadorship without putting it out there, how this should actually look. Um, people that have a job, you are, you actually are an ambassador to the kingdom. So on your job, you represent the kingdom of God. And so when people see you in that position, they should see, they should see God, meaning the light. The light yeah. The way you should operate is in excellence. The way that you, you shouldn't be the one that's always you're, late. You're you shouldn't be the be one that's always trying to uh, 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 cut deals or, or get the hookup or uh, be sly. Yeah, be sly. And God wants us to be in leadership. Yeah. Excellent. Leadership. Faithful. Yes. Excellence. Faithfulness. Integrity. And that's what he wants us to be in the marketplace, the workplace. Yes. Because, see, by us being that way, we are then being a light to others and we can draw them into the kingdom. I remember when I was about 20 something and me and Gerald had just got married and I, I worked at a um, hair shop. And the lady told me her name was Miss. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You can't say that I name. Can't say her name. She told me I could. Oh, you scared. No, me. you can't. We ain't going to be saying people's name on here. Well, go Miss, ahead. Miss, whatever. She told me, what if I see you on TV one day? And so that made me realize I needed representing the kingdom of God everywhere I go. Because she was really, she was really honest. What if I see you on TV, Renee? Well, she didn't call me Renee, but what if I saw you on TV? What would I see of you? And what would I think of you? Because I'm going to see you one day on TV. And so that right there led me to know I need to, you know. Yeah, and that's causing me to think. Because that when she told me that story, that started me to thinking about me a little bit. And I had to say, now, you know, because I, 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 I really, I was saved, but I didn't care how I treated folk. I'm going to be honest with you. I snap on a person in a minute. Say, sanctify, Holy Ghost feel, fire baptized. It wasn't a minute. It was a. Okay, I snap on somebody in a second. Seconds away. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) (laughs) that my song was. I'ma try to stay safe. 
Ain't gonna body cussing. I'ma stay safe. Ain't but nobody see, fussing. But see, I'm the one that, yeah, and, and I had to start a thing like that. What if, what if they do see me on TV on that? <laughs> and that's the thing. When people see you, do they see the kingdom? Do they you, see you representing the, the kingdom? kingdom? Right. The king. Right. His, his ways, his standards, his beliefs. Right. <laughs> what he instituted on this earth. Does he see you multiplying? Does he see you in dominion? Yeah. Does he yeah. see you subduing? Or do you take the bait of Satan and, and shrink? People need, the thing is, this, you got to understand that people need you. And some of your biggest haters, they actually need you. Yes. That's that. Some people, the re reason why they treat us bad is because they're jealous of us. But that's also their way of saying, I need somebody to pray for me. Because well, think about a four-year-old. A four-year-old that really likes a person will hit the crap out of them. I'm an early childhood. I know. A four-year-old that likes a person, whether it's a girl or boy, will, will beat and snatch and cut. But then when that person <laughs> shows them care, they change. Yeah. So, so that's as ambassadors of Christ here on earth, representing God in the kingdom, you have authority, you have rights, you have privileges, you re we represent God. And, and no, we're not perfect. No, he, know, he, he knows that. That's why he sent Jesus, because he knew we weren't perfect. <laughs> and so we have to seek mm. to operate in that position as the kingdom Per, as a kingdom representative, as an ambassador. So when we say seek first his kingdom, it is also saying that we are to seek to operate as uh, ambassadors everywhere that we go so that when people see us, they see God. Here in this earth, do your neighbors know you're saved? You know, I, I, I looked at my grass the other day and my grass was high. The neighbors had their grass cut. And I said, how am I going to talk to them about Jesus one day? And they look at my yard. So I went on, called a man, come on here and cut this grass. Now, I wasn't terrible, but I, but still, I'm like, I have but to. But those simple things that, that will cause us to think, how would I, how am I representing? It's like taking the scope and putting it on yourself. Mm -hmm. Taking the plank out of your eye, making sure you are, am I representing God the best way that I know how? And the best way that God wants me to. And if you're not, you need to self uh, look at yourself. Self-evaluation. Take that self-evaluation. And the scripture says that his strength is made perfect in weakness. So in the areas of your life where you may be experienced weakness in representing God, ask God for his strength. Because he knows you can't do everything. Right. And, and, and he begin knew we couldn't keep the law. That's why Jesus came. He knew we couldn't keep all those commandments. But now that we are saved, Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. It's in you because God is in you. And so if God is in me, I can represent him in this earth. And so no, I'm not trying to say you need to be perfect overnight. But what I'm saying is, Start to be that light to others. And in areas that you may not have knowledge of, 
learn. Because ambassadors have to talk to the president at some point in time. Ambassadors have to communicate so that they will know what the president's wishes are. If, the, if they say, hey, you're an ambassador, go over there, but you never have had a conversation with the president after that, how you going to know what he wants? So that's why reading the word is important. That's why praying is important. That's why drawing those closer to God and worship is important. And I will dare to even say this fellowshipping with others. With other ambassadors is also important because you learn from them. them. You get that experience that they, they may have already gone through some stuff. So that's why going to church is important because that's when we come together as ambassadors to hear from the president so that we can then go and be out there in our place in the world making change. And you can do that because that's part of your assignment. That's why you're, that's part of the reason why you're saved. I asked the Lord a while ago, if heaven is so great, why you got me still down here? If heaven is so great and we're supposed to be waiting on that great getting up morning, why we got to wait? Why didn't you save me and just bring me on to glory? Because there is purpose. Because there's a purpose for us being here. As his children, we have an assignment here. We he are has plans already set in, in motion. However, we deter from those plans and go our own way. But when we recognize we're not going the path that he, we get back on the narrow road and go the way and run the race that we're called to run. Right. And that's what we have to do. We have to glory to God. Run this race. We, well, I, 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 you can say that. Yeah, we have to run yeah, this race. Yeah, that's scripture. Yeah, you can say it. We <laughs> have to represent God here in the earth. In my marriage, I have to represent God. It ain't easy, but I have to represent God. When my wife see me, sees me, she needs to see Christ. And the same with the female. Yes. So we have to represent Christ to our children. Yep. Not just do what I say do. If they never do, saw you, know, you to it, to apologize in front of them, how are they going to learn about the kingdom? Because we have to apologize to God sometimes. God, I repent. I'm sorry. So if they don't ever see you do the same thing, how are they learning? How are you training them? Right. That, that whole thing of do as I say, not as I do, that doesn't apply. They get they get that they get that stuff from you. Uh, and I'm going to close. We're going to close right here. Um, so just know that you are important to the kingdom of God because you are an ambassador. Mm -hmm. All right. So whatever you're dealing with, God is already taken care of. Whatever challenges you're facing, it's already done. He is the alpha and the omega. And some of y'all like my post. He is the alpha and the omega. It's already done. We just got to walk in it. Yeah. Amen. So if you're dealing with sickness today, you're already healed. If you're dealing with financial problems, every need is already met. If you're dealing with relationship issues and you're dealing with pain and you're dealing with hurt, God has already healed you and he's already given you a way of escape. He's already given so head. that you can bear what you're dealing with. So you've got to stand and you've got to be strong and you got to follow. Let him lead you. Why? Because he loves you and he's taking care of you. You don't have to put up with what Satan is attacking you with. 
So when he says, let the weak say, I am strong, he didn't say, say it in your head. He said, let them say they are strong. You are the lender and not the borrower. You are the head and not the tail. And when you start saying those things, you say it enough until you believe what you're saying, because you are an ambassador of Christ. Well, praise God. We are so grateful that we were able to teach tonight. I hope something that we said ignited your faith, got you interested in the kingdom, want to learn more, and you will see us again. We love everybody. We know that we're not perfect, but God is perfect, and he will teach us how to be like him. All right. Amen. So we're out of here. Uh, We're done. Uh, God is great. And so uh, join us tonight. We've been praying. At, I pray at 12 o'clock. And then we as a couple, we pray at 10 o'clock every day, Monday through Friday. And then on Monday nights is a rise live at 745. Come and join us. Until then, we thank you and we love you. Have a wonderful night. Good night.